And how are you received when you go to middle America and all over uh, as enthusiastically as here in the Northeast? Yeah. Apparently these people are desperate. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Jimmy. Welcome to another episode of the Jimmy Tingle Show. We have a very special guest for you today, ladies and gentlemen. Lewis Black and I go way back. Lewis performed at my theater in, in Davis Square, Somerville in 2004 when we did the unconventional comedy convention when the Democratic Convention was here in Massachusetts. We had a blast doing that. We had like 15, 20 comics from all over the country. We did a month of comedy shows, political humor for a whole month uh, back in 2004 at Jimmy Tingle's Off-Broadway Theater. Anyway, it's great to be reconnected with him. He's coming to Lowell Auditorium this uh, Friday night, September 16th. He'll be in Northampton on September 15th. That's uh, this Thursday night. You got to see him. He's hilarious, ladies and gentlemen. He's the king of rant. He's my friend, soon to be your friend. He's one of the, he is the longest running contributor to Comedy Central's The Daily Show with the, uh, with John Stewart. And he helped, you know, he really contributed a lot to that show. People look forward to his rants at the end of the show. And it was always fun and inspiring to watch him. And he gets it off his chest, folks. <laughs> Please welcome to the show, the one, the only, my friend and your friend, Mr. Lewis Black. Hello, Lewis. Hello, Jimmy. We were in Amsterdam together, too. That's right. When you were performing and I was there, uh, I eventually was teaching there, but I came over and hung out with you guys and did a little right. performing. It was great. Well, it's great to see you, Lewis. You're coming to the Lowell Auditorium. Folks, I got to tell you, if you like politics, if you like what's going on, and you want somebody to say what you've been thinking, just like this, you got to go see Lewis Black at the Lowell Auditorium, Friday night, September 17th. You will not regret it. And all of his tour dates are at lewisblack.com. So, Lewis, tell me about yourself right now. How are you doing? What do you, th what do you think of the world? <laughs> Things are just great. Uh, every day, <laughs> I think it gets better. I think you notice that. <laughs> I think I've embraced a more uh, happy-go-lucky kind of comedy. And other <laughs> Now that I can see the rainbow out there, it's so hard to see the rainbow. But now that every day it gets better and better and we come closer to the people that we always thought we would be. I mean, I know that for you, you understand that, that finally we're getting together as a people. Reuniting, um, the queen has died so that we really will be free of the monarchy and uh, we can get on with our lives. And, uh, no, it's, uh, it's the same thing. <laughs> It, it, it's an endless stream. It's, I just keep saying we've, we've been swimming through a river of shit. We're the only, what, what other fucking group of people uh, that I know of goes through a pandemic, and then after the pandemic, it's, which it's sti we're still in to a yeah. certain extent. After it, we end up finding ourselves where, where things are worse. How does it yeah. get worse? You Seriously, <laughs> isn't it? We, you know, well, we had to pay. But now, now we've got inflation, which is worse. <laughs> Worse than people dying is, I mean, and I grant you that people are fucked, but with that, with inflation, but, you know, and then, it, and that there'd be a whole party that's probably celebrating that there's inflation. It's oh, Biden's it's, inflation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then he calls it the Inflation Reduction Act. What planet are those fuckers on? You, you know, you can't call it that unless it really is doing it the next day. It's not. 
People aren't going to notice for another six months, a year if they're lucky. Build back better. I don't know who writes their shit, but it's staggering. But I will say, Jimmy, that uh, some of my act, at least what they'll be seeing in low, what I, uh, is, I, 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 instead of talking about what happened, I talk about the way in which I dealt with the pandemic. Yeah. And because uh, I started talking about it when I hit the road again. And I thought, you know, it was that thing of where you're paddling water. You think, okay, I'll, I'll talk about this until something comes up, until we, yeah. until I can find my, uh, find my route. But people reacted so, uh, you know, found, the, responded so well, laughed so hard, um, you know, that they kind of it, it encouraged me to really, the whole act became about the, about how I reacted to it. And I didn't do well. How did you react, Lewis? You sound I, I, like I, it was a bumpy road. It was. It was very bumpy. I was one of those people who uh, I spent, uh, uh, I don't know about you, but I was in solitary confinement in my apartment for 12 weeks. <laughs> 12 weeks by myself, Jimmy. And as I tell the audience, you've only been with me for seven minutes, so imagine what the 12 weeks was like. It was horrifying. <laughs> And I didn't respond. And then, I mean, I'm like scrubbing shit down. I'm living like a, a raccoon scrubbing my food. I, the whole thing unraveled. Uh, and, 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 and then I'm watching, you know, and I just kind of went through what happened. And it, what it allowed me to do, too, as a comic was talk about things. Now they can't, it, you know, it's you can't deny this is what was said. You can't go, well, you didn't say, no, they said this shit. Yeah. You know, they're, they're upset about Fauci. I get people being upset about Fauci, but who wants that job? Worst right. job in the history of America. You know, <laughs> seriously, yeah. the worst job. Come on every day and go, well, we're fucked. Now we're fucked more. We're fucked again. I don't really know what to say, but we're super fucked. I mean, <laughs> what a shitty job. And then they yell about him being rich because he's a doctor, you fucking idiots. <laughs> oh, the vitriol is out there, Lewis. But you're yeah. processing it well. But the whole idea of your autobiographical journey through that, people are relating to it, right? It's uh, yeah. There are certain things I say during that act that I thought, well, you know, I'm going to have to. I can't. I, I would do it. You know, you kind of throw something out and yeah, see if yeah. it sticks. And I would do this, and uh, and some of it was really like things that I thought were kind of painful, and that they laughed through. And I thought, wow, they all get it. You yeah. know, in and uh. And so it was really, uh, it, and it was cathartic, but, it, I'm, yes. but I'm still kind of, and I think that the one thing about it is, is that there are a lot of people out there, um, as much as they think they're over it, aren't over it. And I think yeah. that's really, I mean, I wish people would just cop to that. Yeah, I, there was a lot of trauma. There's a lot of trauma and people are coming out of it. And I, I don't know about you, but I started to reevaluate a lot of things and, and like you, when I came out of it and started performing, I actually talked about what I was doing during the pandemic and was, was not exciting, but I was, I was trying. Everybody was just trying to, to do their own thing. But I find that it does resonate with the, uh, the audience a lot. Do you find your performances now, there is a real uh, anticipation for some laughs and for some release and somebody to take them over the edge like you apparently do? Uh, on stage, so they're feeling like, oh, I'm not the only one feeling crazy. Yeah, no, there is, uh, there was that, especially when I first started going back, because you must have noticed, there was that kind of sense in the audience of like, uh, the only t other time I came, it was the first time I, performing 
in in the states that I felt like it was like performing in uh, when I was performing for the troops, which really? is unbelievable. I mean, those guys and the, the women, the, the troops were just extraordinary. The, in terms response. of their enthusiasm and appreciation. Yeah. Yeah, I would come back and go. You, I would look at audiences and go, "Really? That's all you got? Seriously? I've come here and but but I because when you're in front of the the military, they just they're so thrilled that you're there. And in a sense, now coming back on the road, people really are like, "Oh, thank God, I'm out of the house. I got away from the kids, uh, yeah. and I can let it rip." And um, you know, and then they're even, you know, and people really want to see you afterwards. And I kind of go, no, I can't do that yet. I'm not ready to to expose myself yet. Did you, you did you do it while, uh, I mean, there were people who were doing the shows. Did you do the Zoom shows? Did you do that? I try, yes. Yeah. One of the You're things out of your I, fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to say, Lewis, I couldn't, tr- I didn't try a lot of new stuff because I couldn't hear the audience. So I was kind of doing, you know, hosting other comics, playing clips from shows that actually worked on stage so people could hear laughter. You know what I mean? I did a lot of that. Brandon and I did a lot of it. That's how we started this podcast. Coming out of that, said, wow, all these people are on Zoom. Everybody knows how to do it. This would be a great thing to do to just keep working, keep busy. So I did a lot of them. But again, you're talking to, you might be talking to 300 people. You can't hear anybody. So you're talking to yourself the whole time. Uh, but it was better for me. It was better than not working. Yeah. No, I, uh, what I did was um, the thing that I, uh, cause for a while I was just at sea. And then um, I, I, uh, I, and I also, I, I couldn't really go do those kind of shows. People like Gaffigan performed at a uh, people, some of the, some of the, folks we know performed at like uh drive-in movie theaters yeah and they would honk (laughs) i did one of those i drive and it wasn't a movie theater but they would honk at the end yeah (laughs) Yeah, no i couldn't i would have lost my mind so that was not gonna happen i really i desperately need an audience to work i can't do it unless they're there and um so what i did was to start I, I do these rant. I read rants after every show. I, I, and um, yes, I, I wanted to talk to you about that. Tell me yeah. about them. So I've been doing that for about five or six years, and uh, it started as a kind of a Q and A. I get a uh, uh, folks who come to see the show can uh, actually on their phone they it, it, whatever they type in is sent to me, and so it started as questions, and I would answer. You know, in, in real time. In real time. Nice. Well, in, well, I mean, they would send it before the show. Oh, okay. And uh, um, and and I would collate and put together what I would do afterwards. So I do an hour show, leave for like two seconds, and then uh, and then come back and do this. Uh, it's called the rant is due. It's a, yeah. and it's, I have two cameras, and we live stream it literally throughout the world, throughout wow. the world. So it's like so I come in at night, and they go Pakistan was watching all thirteen, <laughs> all 13 of them, and. Uh, <laughs> But it's true. It's like, so it's going to these places, Australia and Germany, and then some of those folks respond. And so they, so what it evolved into was rants. Yeah. So people were starting to get off their chest stuff. And I started promoting, you know, go ahead, let it rip. I will read your rant. And so during the pandemic, I had all of these rants that had come in. And I started, as you started your podcast, I started a thing called the rant cast. Yeah. So the way in which I could stay in touch with my comedy, the one thing I can do is read a rant. 
I know I don't yeah. need an audience for that. <laughs> I know how to do that. I, I practiced that yeah. all my life. And then they were writing in my voice. So they were oh. catching on to that. And so uh, that's really, so now that uh, I'll be coming to Lowell and uh, uh, I hope that the good folks of Lowell, if there's something that they want to get off their chest, send it in now. If you're not going to be at the show, I don't care. Um, it's, I, I, I like to do, I like to read stuff that comes from the area that I'm in and if not from the, uh, the state that I'm in. And so uh, I try to keep it kind of uh, centered around wherever I am. So it's like, on Friday, I'll be doing, uh, or, or say, yeah, Friday is the, the rant is due. The, it'll be the Lowell version. Yeah, cool. Uh, can our audience do it? This will uh, drop tomorrow on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. if you go so, to lewisblack.com, okay. it'll tell you exactly how to do it. Okay, lewisblack.com. There, there's a link there to submit your rant that yeah. Lewis will hopefully or possibly read on stage in front of a live audience in Lowell this weekend. Yeah, uh, this uh, or as you proceed uh, with your tour. Yeah, and if I don't read it, there's a possibility that later on, as I did recently over the past six seven months when we were in lockdown, or the, the year or so that we were in, that that I was doing it, I'll 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 catch up and and read some stuff. Sometimes I don't read it that week. I'll read it the next the next right. night. So you never know. That's great. So you so you get. I mean, is it hard going through hundreds of these things? I mean, do you- well, it's not bad. It's it's. I mean, they come in in the at night, and there's about twenty to thirty of them, and I go in and oh, cool. uh, and start reading them, and then uh, I, I put them in an order and create what is essentially a little show based on what they have to say, and so and inevitably somebody will write something about the town, and then somebody writes something counter to what that person wrote. So it's- okay, how about this then for our audience, everybody who's listening to this or watching it. Let's do Lewis a favor. Let's give him some Massachusetts love. And if you got a rant about Lowell, Massachusetts or Northampton, Massachusetts or at Vermont, he's going to check it out. Uh, he's going uh, in Northampton, uh, uh, Lowell, um, uh, uh, to Maine. Waterville uh, and, yeah. and uh, Rutland. Okay, and- so we got some new, want to show him some New England love, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in Maine, Vermont, Massachusetts, even if you're in New Hampshire, weigh in. We want to know what New Hampshire thinks. Weigh in, New Hampshire. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, if, uh, yeah, and if you're sitting outside, you know, if you're like in New Hampshire and want to yell about about Massachusetts, go ahead, be my guest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you know what they call us in New Hampshire, don't you? No, I can't remember what. Mass holes. Oh yeah, that's. Right. <laughs> 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 so, okay, New Hampshire, here's your chance. And Maine and Vermont as well. Lowell, Northampton, let it rip. Lewisblack.com, there's a link right there where you can submit your bitch about whatever's going on in your town or your state or our state. That would be great. And we're showing Lewis, we're going to show Lewis Black some love with the way we get it off our chest. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> so, Lewis, I want to talk briefly. How do you... I mean, this is a great idea, okay? It's obviously very innovative. It started off as a hunch that it would work. Is that how your process works for writing? For um, I'm really interested in all the comics I've had on, Paula, Mark Marin, Colin Quinn, uh, Frank, Al Franken. I asked them, what is your process? And what would you say that, how do you define your process? My process is that I write, but what I do, and uh, you've certainly seen, I write on stage. Mm-hmm. So I have an idea uh, and something will come to me. So I 
So one of the things I'll talk about probably, uh, whether I do in Lowell or not, but coming up will be I, I had to get an ID. I had to get a new ID for my mother on her 104th birthday, right? Wow. By then. And so I got on the phone to get that ID. And so the, what I went through during that day, um, I took some notes on it. <laughs> and uh, and what I went through the next day and the day after that, and anybody who's called anyone during this time period to try to get fucking anything yeah. done. And so, I'm, uh, and so that I will get on stage and I'll start to do that. I will t- talk through that. And what will happen is, is that the audience, you know, I will find where the laughs are because of the audience. That's, if I don't have the audience, I have no, I have no clue where the laughs are. Right, right. None. Right. And so that's what leads me to it. And I, and then the next day I come back and uh, I've been, we'll see, you know, I've been able to kind of, uh, I'll, I'll retain what is the funny or I'll write something. I'll take a note to myself, keep this, drop that. But mostly it just is from doing it. It's you, it, 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 it sticks in me. What, and then the next day I come back and I rework it and then I rework it and then I rework right. it. And then if it's a piece of, you know, eventually I kind of go, ah, that's not going to work. And I, I toss. Right. Do you record all your sets? Yeah. Everything is recorded. Yeah. I don't, I don't really watch them. Yeah. You know, but you I, got it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it'd give me eczema to watch my stuff. Right. Right. It's hard watching yourself, isn't it? Oh my God. One of the hardest things for me to do this show is to then not watch you, but to watch me and I'm overly critical. And then you got to go yes. through and edit out all this, you know, whatever, if I had some stupid questions or whatever, stuttering, mispronouncing words, whatever it is, yeah. it's, it's a nightmare, but you're going, it's going out to lots of people. My other question is when you're in New York, you're New York based. Yes. So that process of going on stage and reading what people wrote, do you do that in a club or do you save that for your shows when they're there specifically to see you? Yeah, I do that just for the shows or when I'm at home doing it here by myself. I don't, I don't do much club work in New York. I don't right. go out in New York uh, because I'm, I'm, I'm running around like an idiot. I'm yeah. doing four shows this week and then I then come home for a day and a half and then I'm back for more shows. In, uh, right. You know, Indiana and uh, Warren, Ohio. <laughs> right. Right. Wow. And how are you received when you go to middle America and all over uh, as enthusiastically as here in the Northeast? Yeah. Apparently, these people are desperate. <laughs> Boy, they're great. It, it, wherever I go. I mean, I was, you know, you, you know, you go down to Mississippi. Yeah. You go to Biloxi, these people, you know, there are people there who have been waiting to hear something else, another point of view. And and it's really not even another point of view. It's people who are losing their fucking minds. Yeah. Well, that's great. It's a great service that you're providing, Lewis, getting getting it off your chest. And collectively, the audience is breathing a sigh of relief. Just do us a favor. Don't run for office. We don't need another person ranting at us. It ain't gonna happen. That's that's you and me. That's what you and me do. That was. It was like when they started reading uh, uh, Trump's tweets. I was like, no, that's our job. The fucking yeah. (laughs) Well, it's great to see you, Lewis. Congratulations on all your success. It's it's really wonderful to see how just far you've come with your with your own unique style and your own creativity and initiative. And uh, congratulations to you and your team. And listen, everybody who's watching and listening to this, go to lewisblack.com. 
There's a link right there where you can submit a rant. If you want to get something off your chest, you get it off your chest. And the one and only Lewis Black hopefully will read it or use it at some point in his in 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 his performances. And he's going to Lowell Auditorium Friday night, September 17th. He's going to be in Northampton on the fifth, uh, the 16th of uh, September. And then he's going up to Maine and then to Vermont. And then he's taking the nation by storm. Ladies and gentlemen, round of applause. The one, the only, Mr. Lewis Black. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to talk to you and great to catch up. Thank you for joining us today. This has been a Humor for Humanity production. Our mission is your mission. Humor for Humanity at JimmyTingle.com. Thank you. Thank you.